A very warm welcome to the Switch Your Energy podcast. And this podcast is going to be about everything to do with energy. So it might be the energy in ourselves, um, the energy that we use from our plug sockets, for example. And over the series of podcasts, we are going to be delving into topics that hopefully are going to get you thinking about the way you use your energy and thinking how kind we can be to the environment. But on today's podcast, we are going to be focusing in on the impact of energy. So how would we cope if we had these things taken away from us? I straightened my hair before I came here today. Actually, I wouldn't be able to use my... Well, curl them and straighten. I wouldn't be able to use it without energy. Without energy, <laughs> um, The energy within us as humans. Yeah. So how we energise ourselves. Um, how the energy of other people can affect us, actually. Mm-hmm. The ethics of energy. So good and bad energy, where does energy come from? And current affairs, what's going on out there as far as energy is concerned? And also the benefits of maybe changing our energy supplier and how that can help us as a business. Uh, But I am not alone today. (laughs) I am joined by Vic Williams. And Vic, you, um, you own a company called The Audacious Company. Indeed I do, yeah. Great name. Yeah. And you're a trainer, author, and a business growth strategist. Absolutely. Do you have a favourite hobby as well? Favourite hobby? (sighs) um, Yeah, watching sport. Really? Yeah, I uh, uh, love sport. I love flying as well. Unfortunately, I don't fly at the moment. Okay. Wish I could. Wish I could. when I say flying, not me physically. Say, I mean, what, like you aeroplane. Fly, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, Clearly, you know, you're a motivational speaker, but I didn't yeah. know you could actually fly. <laughs> love to be able to. <laughs> Let's go now. Yeah. Um, no, I, I love flying. So any opportunity I get to go flying, um, helicopters, fixed wing, that sort of thing. Yeah. I love it. Absolutely love wow. it. Wow. I expect yeah. they use a lot of energy to. Uh, indeed, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. All right. So, Vic, I thought what we can mm. do is um, we're kind of going to touch on each subject that I just talked about in okay. today's podcast and I'm just going to ask you some questions Very good. and get your thoughts on just bits and bobs that are going on really. Oh, that's great. So first of all we're going to discuss the impact of energy. Yeah. So I would like to know how much energy do you think you have used from when you got up this morning to when you arrived here when I met you just now? Hmm. Um, I would probably say a considerable, considerable amount because I work from home so my PCs are always on. I've got a laptop going, so there's four PCs in the office. There's my laptop going, um, uh, the cameras, we've got cameras in the office, all that sort of stuff. So that's just in the office, there's printers and and those sort of things. But then also there's um, the energy that comes from having a shower in the morning or running your hot water and boiling the kettle for a cup of coffee. And I love coffee. Oh, yeah. So I drink loads of it. Um, So, yeah, in terms of kilowatts, I wouldn't know, but I, I... I would suspect I use a fair amount of energy. Um, as you can see from my hair, I don't have to straighten it and curl it, unlike yourself. <laughs> um, but still, you know, you, um, there's, yeah, there's loads of energy that you use all the time. Okay. So imagine that those things were taken away from oh, you. Oh, don't even go there. <laughs> and we just stuck you on a desert island. Wow. It'd be bliss, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. I, I don't what? know. <laughs> It probably would be after a little while, but I don't know how I'd survive without my PC and my um, and Google and you know and, and my mobile phone and yeah, yeah I kind of get fidgety when those things are near. So, hmm, it would be an interesting. Do you, do you thing. get the fidgets? Do you like? Oh, I, I, need... I, I think yeah, I think I've kind of become um, attached at the hip to my mobile phone, you know, yeah. um, because it's so versatile. There's so much you can do with it, and to not have it. 
Um, I remember just recently my, my phone, um, the previous phone to the one I've got now, fell and shattered. Oh, no. And it had to go in for repair. Yeah. Um, yeah, after a few days, I think I was just about crawling the wall. So for me not to have an energy source into the house, um, yeah, that would be a problem. Yeah. Candles. <laughs> having said that, I mean, you can hear by my accent, I'm not from here. So uh, coming from South Africa... Yeah. Uh, we used to go camping a lot, okay. uh, out in the bush, and you don't have electricity. Uh, so you don't have generators or anything. So you do have to kind of um, get used to the idea of not having those things. But I think over a period of time, you, you do build up that kind of, oh, I can't live without this, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, it, yeah. It's like it's becoming kind of mini addictions in it, a way, absolutely. isn't it? Yeah, Because I know I, had, I actually took email off my phone. And I just, because, yeah, I yeah. just, my phone is just for texting and calls. Mm. Um, and then so often I can be quite delayed in replying to my emails, which can annoy <laughs> people who like to have email on their yeah. phone. Um, but yeah, I guess it's kind of a case of, as long as it's healthy, I guess, isn't it? Yeah. Like managing uh, yeah. It. I, I mean, I, could, I think I've got eight or nine email addresses and they all sit on my phone. But I've, I've built in a <laughs> discipline. Yeah, I can't, I can't wow. even remember now. But uh, I've built in a discipline that I, I only uh, um, deal with emails yeah. for five minutes every hour. Okay. So it's kind of, you, you've got to be disciplined in it. But, I mean, your phone requires energy to charge it up, you know? Whether that comes from plugging it into your car, yeah. uh, which runs on diesel or petrol, that's all energy, or you plug it in at home. That's all energy, you know? So, yeah, doing without it. Yeah. So, in short, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No way. Yeah, in short, don't yeah. even go there. I'm going to keep the straighteners as well. All right, let's talk a little bit about the next topic now, which mm. is probably a topic you are really passionate about, being a, a motivational speaker and a trainer. So, energy in us humans. Yeah. Um, also something I feel really strongly about. Yeah. Um, would you say you're an energetic person? I suppose it, for me, uh, being energetic or um, energy, personal energy, has is, is kind of got two sides to it. There's the, um, I'm energetic, so I exercise, I go running or I go hiking in, in, the, um, in the moors or, you know, that kind of physical energy. But then there's also the, the other energy, the energy to get things done, to... Um, be motivated to do what you do. So for me, there's two sides to energy in, 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 an, in an individual. And I think I am, um, I'm not wild about going for a run. I, I get terribly bored very quickly. So, but going to the gym, I enjoy it. So from a physical yeah. perspective, yeah, I think I'm quite yeah. energetic. Tell me about the hiking. What's your favorite place to hike on Dartmoor? Oh, I don't, I don't know the places specifically. Yeah. I mean, I just uh, love going to drive, park the car, and then just go for a wobble off into the... Um, into the boonies, you know. But do you think it's kind of something about being out like in the wide open space as well that kind of energizes yeah, you, like absolutely, nature? Absolutely. Sort of yeah, it, it, there's kind of, um, I don't know, there's something about being out in the, uh, in the bush or the fields or whatever that kind of um, lifts your spirits and creates that kind of energy, you know. Um, my wife and I love nothing more than going for a walk along the public footpaths and standing watching the cows. And it kind of gives you that, uplifting feeling yeah. you know so and that's uh, that's 
kind of raising your energy level, isn't it? Yeah. You know? So, yeah. And how do you find, sort of, if you are feeling, because obviously you, you motivate people, that's, you know, part of what you do, so obviously yeah. you're giving a lot to others. Yeah. What do you do when you're feeling like your energy levels are really low? Do you have, like, an emergency thinking, oh, my energy levels are low, this is what I need to do? Do you get times like that? I think what happens with most of us um, is we become energy low, if you think of it like that, because of the way we thinking. Um, so our thoughts drive the way often our energy feels. So if we've, if we've had a really bad day, we can feel quite down and uh, we feel lethargic both physically and mentally and we don't want to do things. So by changing the way you're thinking about a situation can lift you up. So I'm, I'm very much for um, thinking positively. And so if, I'm, if I've had a really rough day, I really want to change the way I think or I want to read something that's motivational, encouraging and uplifting. Um, I often, uh, YouTube for me is a great, a great source. So I'll go and find um, something uh, that's really motivational, somebody's personal story or something like that. And when I think about what they've gone through, kind of lifts you up. So yeah, I've got a, I've got a bit of a default for See, picking now, myself up. I quite like to have an afternoon nap. Ah. I've got into the habit of afternoon napping. So what would your advice be for me to break through my afternoon naps? <laughs> to, to be honest with I you, love it. to be honest with you, <laughs> stick with an afternoon nap. Yeah. It's brilliant. You know, we yeah. I, we used to do it quite often on a Sunday afternoon. We'd go and have a crash. And yeah. It doesn't seem to happen that often anymore. But there, there is something about that regeneration process mm. that when you go and have a nap, your body revitalizes itself because you're not consciously thinking about things. You're not physically doing something. You're just resting, mm -hmm. and often just rest can lift up that energy level. Yeah. So if I'm driving a long way, I love driving, so I'll, I'll get, in, get in a car and I can drive six, seven, eight hours just to relax. Um, but you get tired. Mm -hmm. So pull off the road, park in, the, in a lay-by or something like that and, and sleep for 10 minutes. That rest raises your energy level. So don't give up. Yeah. Don't give up your afternoon naps. It, it, typically afternoon naps are for older people, my generation. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> But <laughs> don't get rid of. I like wearing my slippers as well, so I think yeah, just a bit old before uh, my time. Hopefully not when you're having your neck. But anyway, um. <laughs> can we um, just touch on a little bit about kind of energizing other people? Mm. So we've just talked a bit about how you kind of might energize yourself. What sorts of things do you do when you're out, sort of doing your motivational speaking or training or your coaching, that sort of thing? How can you energize someone else? Because I assume they have to be quite open mm. to wanting that. Well, there's, there's, there's two sides to motivation. There's motivation and inspiration. So motivation is external. We, we get that from people speaking to us, from people encouraging us. Inspiration comes from inside. You've got to inspire yourself to move forward. So I can motivate you, but you've got to inspire yourself. You can watch something that's inspirational, but that will motivate you to to move forward. So if I'm talking to a group of people, let's say for example we're sitting in a room and the room is quite flat, you want to get them to move, you want to get them to do things, you want to get them to think because that raises the energy level. Yeah. Often what happens with managers and leaders and that sort of thing in an office space, they, they're trying to motivate their staff by incentives. You know, if you do all this work you'll get a, an extra hundred pounds at the end of the month. Mm. It doesn't often work mm. because it doesn't lift the energy level. Yeah. You've got to lift the energy level to get people to do things. Yeah. You know? Um, that internal thing that says, I will do it because I'm that good. That's what you want to encourage. And enjoy it. Like, rather oh, than chasing that incentive all the time. Because then yeah. it's always yeah. chasing the incentive. Yeah, absolutely. 
Okay, let's talk a little bit about our next topic now, which is the ethics of energy. So, you know, where is our energy coming from? Yeah. Now, I'd be really interested on your thoughts about where you think our energy is coming from. And as a business, do you feel pressure to be green, to be greener? I think, you know, energy is, is something that's typically derived from coal or petroleum. So it's, it's the fossil-based fuels. Um, mm. And the, the problem with that is not the fuel itself, but it's residuals, the things it leaves behind. Um, and it's those things that cause the problem. So the, the greenhouse gases releasing all that stuff, the carbon into the, into the air. And so that's the problem, not the fossil fuel itself. Um, well, I suppose the fossil fuel, once it's distilled into its various components, probably is a, a, a problem for the environment. But it's the, it's the consequences of that. For me, um, the more we could use natural energy, uh, the wind, water, the sea, all those different things would make it so much better for us as people, but also for the environment. I know loads of people who've died from uh, cancers that are directly attributable to fossil fuels. Um, again, coming from South Africa, I know a lot of people that worked underground in the coal mines. Um, and that's just horrendous what that stuff does to you. So I would prefer us to move more to green sort of energy. But as a business, um, I haven't felt external pressure to become more green in our usage or become more green in, in the type of energy we use. We've self-imposed a number of things that we want to um, keep implementing that would uh, make our office, make our carbon footprint a lot lower than what it currently is. Um, so yeah, it's probably an internal pressure rather than an external pressure. So what are some of the sorts of things you've done then to, to be greener? Um, we've, we've done away with almost all paper uh, in the office. Um, so we've moved to electronic um, mediums for storing stuff. Mm. Uh, so we don't use uh, kind of storage facilities and all that sort of stuff. Um, we've gone to uh, low energy uh, light bulbs. Uh, all those sort of things is what we're doing. We've, we've got rid of... One of the things that we used to find was we'd go to a conference and we'd be given these bags and they're often single-use plastic bags. So we've got rid of all that. Um, so if I do uh, run a conference or something, we don't use um, single-use plastics. We only use um, biodegradable materials for bags that we give away um, at, at the conference. So it's all those sort of things that we're doing. Um, I currently drive a diesel car, which is not the favourite subject at the moment, but my next car, I'm actually going for a test drive uh, in a few weeks' time, um, will be a, uh, an electric car. Yay! <laughs> awesome! Um, How my exciting. Only problem... Do you know, they're so quiet. I know, I mean, it's terrible. The only danger of them oh, is getting run awful. over. Yeah. You turn around and say, oh, there's a car there. Yeah. And <laughs> well, I, I, took one, I took one for a test drive a little while ago, and I'm a bit of a petrol head. I'm a mechanic by trade, and... So I love the roar of a V8 and those sort of things. But um, I took one for a, tr a test drive the other day, and it's so quiet. And I'm, I'm like, okay, so... Is it, is it actually on? Yeah, is it, is it on? <laughs> and secondly, why are we moving when it's not on? You know, kind of, you got there's a lot of um, mind redesign you've got to do with, with, with uh, electric cars. But yeah, so my next car will probably be an electric. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Do you think sort of small and medium-sized businesses have the means to access things like that? Because I think often, you know, electric cars aren't cheap. You mm. know, they're more expensive and when things first come in, they're at a premium Absolutely. price. Yeah. Which kind of can discriminate against smaller businesses. Yeah. What, what are your I, I thoughts think... on that? Yeah, it, it, you know, the, the high-end products like cars and those sort of things are probably a challenge for most people initially. Uh, but there are so many other things that you can do in your office as a small or medium-sized business that can um, make your, your carbon footprint a lot lower uh, and have less, and less of an energy impact. Um, for example, just switching all your light bulbs. You know, changing all your light bulbs to the low-energy light bulbs. Now... We, you kind of do struggle to some degree because they lo often lower in light. They don't give us as intense a light, but some of them do. So it's kind of you've got to, fit, you've got to work that out. Mm. Uh, you can go to low-energy um, computer screens. You can turn off your computers at night instead of leaving them running all How night How many long. people, even in homes, oh, yeah. everyone leaves everything on standby, yeah, don't they? Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's mad. The amount uh, we could save just on a, that alone. A huge amount. Wow. A huge amount. So yeah. there's all those sort of things that you can do to lower your energy usage in an office. But there are, you know, there's so many uh, companies, small and medium-sized companies that are becoming innovative in the things that they're doing to use energy better. So it's, a, it's about thinking a little bit out the box, uh, looking at what other people are doing, and looking for the lower cost alternatives, you know? And I think sort of like what you're saying, it's about the little things, isn't it? You're talking about in, in, you can yeah. be motivated, but you need the inspiration to do it yourself. And actually, when you do something good for yeah. someone else or the environment, yeah. you just feel good, don't Absolutely. you? It's like yeah. little things. Yeah. I think Absolutely. so often we think we need to kind of change the world and save the world and actually just one tiny thing if we each did it would contribute massively Absolutely. there's a fantastic book i started reading a little while ago i've gone through it a few times since then it's called the slight edge uh, by jeff olson um, and the whole premise of that book is it's the small things done repeatedly that make the biggest difference and with energies it's exactly the same you, you make small changes on a regular basis and make that regular basis a habit then you make a big impact. Yeah. You know, um, don't use single-use plastics. That's a, something small. But if everybody did it, you can see the major impact that it would have. I mean, the other day, I was walking across the, the, the bridge down at the river, uh, down the bottom of the hill, and there were three guys in front of me, and they, they had this plastic bag, and they just threw it over the bridge into the river. Mm. Now, I mean, that just goes straight into the water source, you know? Um, Fortunately, there was myself and somebody else that saw them, and we eventually got them to go and haul it out the river. Did you? Yeah, Good because for you. it got caught close to the side, fortunately. But if it was in the middle of the river, it was gone. You know, there's nothing you can do about it. But it's more people doing those things um, that can prevent the problems that we now have. Yeah, I mean, you just got to look at, at what's happening to the oceans with all the plastics mm -hmm. in it. I mean, it's absolutely horrific. The other day I was reading a story of a, um, of a, a ship's captain. Uh, they've got to scrub out their, their tanks, uh, oil tanks, fuel tanks, all those sort of things on a regular basis. Um, and the easiest way for them to do it is in the middle of the ocean where nobody can see them. They scrub them out and they just flush all that stuff into the ocean, all that old fuel, all the old oil. That's got to stop. Mm. Seriously, that's mm. got to stop. Mm. You know? Um, and it's all those little things. If... if, if more people do more smaller things, 
yeah. all make a big difference. All combined to get Absolutely. that massive impact. Yes. All right, next topic. So we're going to look a little bit at current affairs. Okay. Um, you know, what's going on in the world of current <laughs> affairs, not mentioning any names. No, stay I away from this. I would like to um, put you in charge of the world now. Oh, wow. And I'd like to know if you could change the way we use our energy. Mm. If you've had the perfect solution, oh. what you are now the leader of the world. Yeah. Or, or just this small part. You know. the, the small part. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go community. Yeah. Um, what would you do? I think the first thing um, is to is to implement some kind of rule whereby an increasing amount of your energy consumption needs to be green, so that over a period of time, say I don't know, a year, two years, three years, um, if if you start at zero right now, over a period of time, your energy moves from 0% green energy and all fossil fuels to the point where, say, as I say, two, three, four, five years down the road, you're 100% green energy and 0% carbon fuels. So I, that's probably one of the things I, I would look to do. And the other thing I would do is ban plastic. I've really got a, a bugbear about you plastic. Have. <laughs> but I would I'm scared plastic. I've got something plastic in my bag now. Yeah, You're going to chase I'm, me down the road. <laughs> I've got a mobile phone that's got a plastic cover to it. Yeah. So, oh, God, it gets in everywhere, doesn't oh, it? Does. It, it? It's all over the place. But it's, you know, it would be those sort of things that make a practical difference. Mm. Um, often, I think, when, when we have um, vested interests, people sitting at the top of the the um, the hill looking down go well I'm, I'm earning enough this is what I want to earn I want to earn more so we need to keep doing what we're doing to ensure that that carries on as a business person and as a business consultant I want my clients to earn as much as they possibly can earn but I, I don't know we've got to change our ethics in, in, in a lot of ways you know um, and and don't, don't get me wrong, I'm not a tree hugger. Or a, yeah, I love trees, I love animals, all that sort of stuff. But I'm, we just got to be more wise in the way we use things. Mm -hmm. And I think that would be, if I was sitting on top of the pile, um, that's probably what I would focus on, yeah. is, is the way in which we use things. The way in which we use fossil fuels. Let's, let's make no mistake about it. There are years before we'll do away with fossil fuels. It's years away. But mm -hmm. we can use it wiser. Yeah. You know? Um, there are mechanisms out there that can help us clean up those dirty fuels. Yeah. And the consequence of those. It's about bringing those to the front. So it comes down to education, really, doesn't it? You know, could we Absolutely. be educating children yeah. in schools about this? Yeah. You know, that's... Well, it, it, my, my business, uh, we work on... And sorry to bring my business into it, but we work on, on four principles. Firstly, educate. Secondly, inspire. Thirdly, motivate. And fourth is empower. Mm. And I think that's, that's the point. If we educate people, we can inspire them by, by showing them how they can do it themselves. We can motivate them by showing them what other people have done. Mm. And then we can empower them to do it by creating the legislation, by creating the environment in which it can happen. 
And I think, I also think maybe looking at kind of fun, I mean, I'm a very creative person. Yeah. And if something is creative and fun and colourful, yeah. it makes it more interesting to Absolutely. do. Absolutely, yeah. And I noticed just now you mentioned something about tree, you know, I'm not a tree hugger. Yeah. And I think there's that association, isn't there? If you're kind of doing something green, you're doing this a bit hippie-like. And yes. There's, there's yeah. almost a yeah. bit of stigma yeah. with Absolutely. it still, isn't there? Yeah. Um, which I think would yeah. be a good thing to maybe look at. <laughs> well, uh, I hug trees. No, I don't. I yeah. love trees. <laughs> but, well, oh, no, we can't be tree huggers. <laughs> well, yeah. Here's the but thing, do you, you know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. With with my kind of generation, I'm uh, on the wrong side of fifty, um, and my generation, we come from that age where um, it was all fossil fuels. It was all all those things, you know, big cars, big energies, used um, uh, lots of petrol, lots of diesel, all that sort of stuff. We come from that environment, and anybody that was against that environment was either a tree hugger or they were a hippie. Um, you know, peace, man. Yeah, yeah. We'll, I still have a peace. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Stoned out of your head, and, you know, um, wearing little round glasses that change color. Um, but that's kind of the perception we had of those kind of people. But that has become more mainstream now, yeah. where people are starting to think more about the environment. So I would I would say that um, firstly. If you have a, a small business, you want to cut costs. One of the things you can obviously do to cut costs is change your energy supplier. But when you change your energy supplier, think about their, their sources. Where do they get it from? Where do they get the energy from? And how, how can you balance that out with more of a green perspective, taking the, the environment into consideration? But added to that, what are the things you can physically do in your environment to lower your costs. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't have to be a hippie, you know, walk around uh, with your <laughs> fingers splayed. I think we could do a whole podcast big, big on, on hippie. I'd, I'd be up for that, definitely. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> yeah I'll bring out my, all my 1970s photographs with my hair hanging down my back. And the, oh, yes, yeah, the Hawaiian shirt. We can use that these. picture in front of the podcast. No. <laughs> Scare away the children, we would. <laughs> Um, mm. I would like to know a bit about your experience of changing energy providers because mm. I think some people f- could find that a bit of a chore. Yep. Oh my God, it, it kind of sounds boring. I've got to change my energy yeah. provider. It's going to take effort. I've got yep. to go on the computer. I know that that's how I can feel. Yeah. If it's not shiny and colourful, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Uh, so how, what's your experience of that? Um, firstly, changing energy suppliers for me, uh, having only come to the UK eight, uh, seven years ago, in South Africa, you've got one energy, one energy supply and that's it. You don't get the option to change energy suppliers. So it's quite a, uh, it was quite a unique thing for me to come and go, oh, I can choose who I want to do business with. Wow, look at that. There's a novel thought. Um, so that was quite a, an innovative concept. It's been around for I don't know how many years. Everybody here thought I was a bit, um, you know, off some weird planet. I think it, it can be but, great having all that choice, but equally, I think it can be a bit overwhelming. And that's the problem. Yeah. You look at all these energy suppliers and, you, and, and they've got all these different rates and they've got all this and they try this and, oh, you got that. And then, yeah. and then halfway through the contract, they put the price up or they put the price down and you go, oh my goodness. Yeah, just give me something that works. Yeah. Um, so it can be daunting um, and it can be quite confusing. And I think that's the biggest problem for most people is it's confusing. 
And it's time consuming. You've got to go on your PC. You've got to look it all up and you've got to try and make a decision. Mm -hmm. And then you've got some bloke knocking on your door going, oh, try ours. Ours is cheaper. And your next door neighbor goes, oh, try ours. You know, so all that sort of stuff combined can be a problem. So for me, um, over a period of time, I've kind of honed it down to a number of criteria that I feel need to be covered. If those are covered and the price is right, then I will switch to that organization. Um, And then it makes it easier for me. The process of switching is generally fairly easy. It's just that sort of pre-process. And sitting down to actually do it as well. Uh, That's that's the the other big thing. Yeah, and it normally comes down to, you've got to have your energy switched by tomorrow, pal. (laughs) Frantically on the computer trying to figure things out. Um, And and then you do things under pressure and make wrong decisions. So if you, yeah, I think switching your energy, do it well in advance. Yeah. 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 Okay. Brilliant. Well, it's been great chatting to you. There's Thank been you for lots your time. Of ideas um, that I'm going to take away from this myself. Now I'm going to be kind of honing in on the things I'm doing that you know aren't so good for the environment. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So yes, and thanks for everyone listening out there. Brilliant. We would Thank love you. to hear your thoughts on some of the topics we've just been discussing. So if you want to make a comment. Um, we'd love to hear from you but in the future we are going to be delving much more into the topics that we've touched on today um, where we'd like your input and your comments and there'll be more guests more ideas good so more chat so do come back and join us thanks for listening thank you very much simple with switch your energy the simplest way to cut energy bills and fix in the lowest rates on the market